1: you're listening to perpetual traffic
0: hello and welcome to the perpetual traffic podcast this is your host ralph burns and this is episode 302 and today we have the ap team reunited for 302 here none other than amanda powell from austin texas and angela Ponsford from down under welcome to perpetual traffic angela and great to see you as always amanda
2: is it doing?
1: Loving the AP team. Yes. That's when you know it's going to be a golden episode, Ralph. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Ooh. Absolutely. Don't you just love when a plan comes together? We see a lot in Tier 11, actually. We've got a lot of, like, A-team memes, so it totally makes sense here to just extend it. Yeah. So uh, for this uh, month's show with Ange on board and with Amanda on board, we've got some interesting things we're going to be talking about here. I think some of the things that uh, we go back to basics on, obviously some iOS updates Also some attribution updates, all the things that you really need to know as a business, like what is your source of truth, as well as how it relates back to your business. And this is obviously a very important thing. If you are either starting a business like we're doing here at Perpetual Traffic, we are launching our new product at some point during the next couple of months. And we're building that product based upon what you all are telling us that you really are looking to get out of future perpetual traffic episodes, as well as like your biggest pain points and perhaps even your desires, the things that you're really trying to achieve in your business. So in exchange for those thoughts, we are offering you a ethical bribe, which is our tactical troubleshooting checklist, which we use in site tier 11 to troubleshoot all our ads because not all our ads that we run in a hundred million dollars per year and spend. Uh, not all of them work out all that well. So we have to have ways in which we troubleshoot them and eventually get our results for our customers. So that resource, which is a pretty lengthy resource is over at tier11.com forward slash survey. It's about four or five questions there. Just fill out the survey and then we will send you your ethical bribe after that. So you can take your ads, whether they be Google ads, TikTok ads, Facebook ads to the next level and you'll help us build our new product. So enough of our sales pitch here for the survey, but definitely check it out tier11.com forward slash survey. Let's get into what's working now, right now. And there's a lot of things going on and we haven't talked about the iOS 14 update, probably about four or five shows here. And Angela, you're right in the middle of it right now as ad spend at pretty much an all-time high inside tier 11 for the managed agency group. What are you seeing on uh, iOS? What sort of concerns do you have? Sort of maybe some tips for some of our listeners and our customers. What what are you seeing out there?
2: Yeah, so there's kind of... Unconfirmed reports that the everything's going to go live with the new iOS 14 update within the next couple of weeks, so that would be by the end of April. So that hasn't been confirmed officially by our Facebook partner manager, but there are rumblings I've been seeing on Twitter around that. So it's it seems like it's imminent. And with that, there's you know there's some specific things, really specific things that we've had advice from our partner manager around what you need to make sure you've got in place before that switch is flipped. One big thing is on ROAS now with the iOS 14 updates, if you've listened to any of the the previous podcast episodes where we've talked about it, we know that ROAS, if that's your guiding metric in Facebook ads, that's going to be a problem for you with the reporting coming back. Because if people are opting out of the iOS 14 tracking, then you're going to lose a lot of that data. So one of the updates to get the most accurate ROAS data is that you have to have value optimization activated in your Facebook ad account. So if you've been running ads and you've uh, run value optimization ads in the past, then you will be able to configure your eight events uh, and I know this is this seems there's a lot of information here you have to kind of configure the 8 events for your domains. I'm pretty sure we've talked about that in one of the early uh, podcast episodes. We can get that podcast number for you to go back and and listen to. But for whatever domain you're running Facebook ads to, you will be able to choose eight events for that domain and that will be, you know, like your purchase event, your lead event, whatever other events that you're tracking based on your ads. And if you want to have better ROAS coming back into Facebook Ads Manager into the dashboard into your reporting after the iOS 14 update it's advised that you will have value optimization activated in the account I can put actual specific update in the show notes uh, for that because it's a little bit technical that one but it really is if you want to still get better data you need to have that activated
0: Yeah. So the shows to go back to, I mean, we can go through this a little bit. I mean, obviously you've got the eight events, you have your domain, which needs to be certified, verified. I always want to say certified, verified. (laughs) There's some basic things. So that stuff has not changed. So go back to episode Mm -hmm. 287, where Ange and I and, and Amanda go through that, as well as 289 those are two really important episodes and you mentioned an interesting thing which is you get a lot of your updates like this is such a unknown like the iOS like we really don't know what's going to happen i think this is the one time in our careers that <laughs> like we're facing something that could go either way like it could be Armageddon to a certain degree, worst case scenario, we have some people inside tier eleven that think that, and then it could be like nothing. It could be a blip that we just like somewhere in between is probably where it's going to fall out. And I think you had mentioned this way, maybe way back in episode two eighty seven, Ange, is that Twitter is a great source for getting people's viewpoints and understanding. Like everyone brings a different sort of talent and view and skill to the equation. It's like the three of us here, like we're very different. We have our different talents and skills, but when it comes to this iOS 14 thing, like you and I, like we're not super technical people. Like I was never a programmer or anything like that. So there's certain people that, you know, through your influence, I'm following and watching and seeing like what they're saying and perhaps we can even give some of those links out for people to follow these really smart individuals that see things a little bit differently than we do. I think as a group and as a collective we'll probably actually have some of those experts on this show mm-hmm. when iOS does actually happen, but like some of the people that you follow on Twitter are I know like right off the top of your head who they are, but like maybe make some mentions of those types of people for our listeners here.
2: Yeah, so Eric Eric Sifert, Su- so I'm so mm-hmm. Mispronouncing your name. Um that, that's why I couldn't who, pronounce it. That's why I just yeah. dished it over to you. <laughs> we need to pitch it over to
0: Aaron
1: when Sussur- you don't know how to pronounce
2: it. <laughs> <so burnt. laughs> he's he's a great he's a great source of uh, very uh, technical. He's more on the, the app uh, side of things, yep. you know, so the app technology, but it's all highly relevant to what's going on. So definitely worth uh, following him on there. Also, Andrew Foxwell, I, I love his updates as well. They're yeah. very easy to understand and he's been really, you know, been really getting into the iOS 14 and given some really good updates and blog posts. So shout out to him too. Two I can think of right off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got to get these guys on the show actually. Andrew has been on the show a couple of times. Yeah. We've actually have not been able to schedule them in, but D Dang is another one, another guy yeah. that I really mm-hmm. like. I, I mean, he's a programmer, so he sees things from a programming mm-hmm. perspective. So I do think that getting other viewpoints, if perpetual traffic is your source of truth, absolutely will give you the sort of the higher level stuff. But some of these guys are really good at this tech stuff that we're not as familiar with, that they can sort of understand. Took me a while to understand like what server side tagging was until Mm. like, I really like now I really understand it. And somebody like, D. Dang obviously understands that extremely well. Eric Sufert does that well. Andrew Foxwell obviously has his own bent to it. So three really good sources there. We'll leave links in the show notes. And you're on Twitter as well, Ange. So Mm -hmm. they should be following you as a... I'm, you know, the I'm not Aussie as, thought leader. Yeah.
2: Oh. I'm not as active as I sh- could be. I, I'm, <laughs> more con- could, I'm trying to ch- switch from consumption into creation mode. That's a big thing for me for this quarter. All right. Well,
0: you know, at, at the very least, you guys can follow me on Twitter, Ralph HB. That's Ralph Holland. Yes, they used to call me Dutch in college. Burns, <laughs> a little something you didn't know. My you called I me I didn't know did Clogs. that.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. Clogs.
0: Clogs is the, the name that my kids me, yeah. my son, Alex. I'm going to beat him. Anyway, but no, Ralph HB, R-L-P-H, HB. And um, there's all kinds of stuff that we tweet. We've been doing that for about a couple of months now, sort of getting the Twitters back up. And uh, a lot of things that uh, we do here at Perpetual Traffic, as well as some insights from our agency and other things as a CEO. So definitely follow me on Twitter there. But those uh, three guys are rock solid and we follow here. So anyway, so getting back to the iOS thing. So we've got... Sort of this ROAS issue. There's also, and how do people, if they don't know, they're like, all right, well, Angela told me to activate value optimization.
1: Mm -hmm. How do I do that?
2: Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, great question.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. That's my question.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So it's quite simple, really. It's so in uh, if you're running a conversion campaign Mm -hmm. at the ad set level, you choose to optimize for value. There's a, there's okay. a like as that opposed level. yeah at the ad set level. And it's it's literally just setting up a campaign mm. with that checkbox ticked. You want to okay. optimize for value there. And that will then activate you and allow you to be able to select that when you do your event prioritization, when you're choosing your eight events. So pretty
0: yeah. important little tidbit there.
2: Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, that's initiated lots of conversations, you know, as you can imagine in the agency. But I was going to ask,
1: have you guys been doing this at tier 11 already? Are all your clients already set up with value optimization? Or is this something people need to go in and do manually? And what else should ad accounts be looking at? to prepare. Yeah. Cause I know we talked a lot about like first having first party data prepared as we move into iOS 14 and making sure that you have alternate tracking. Is that still the case? Are we still thinking about different forms of tracking and like off of Facebook or are we feeling more comfortable with what's about to happen possibly come May? What are we thinking?
2: Yeah, it's a really good question. We're definitely looking at some Uh, third-party tracking attribution Mm -hmm. tools. And that is the recommendation from Facebook right now is that you would triangulate uh, your data cross-reference with not just within the Facebook platform. That's pretty huge for them to even recommend you do that. Okay. So
1: you know what my next question is going to (laughs) be. That was kind of
2: a
0: mic drop in one of our conversations. First of all, that's a a huge
1: mic drop that they would say that, but also it never matches. So how, no. if it doesn't match, and now they're telling you to go try to match it to something else, like what's the platform we should be using? Are they giving a suggestion of platform that will actually show the same data Facebook is showing? I have so That's, many questions.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs>
0: totally.
2: um, you man, and everybody else. <laughs> and, and maybe, so I think the specific word, wording that was used in the Facebook update was triangulate, the data and so yes. uh, like you said <laughs> yes I
0: remember when she said that I was like really really yes. <laughs> so it's this is new not
2: yes not matching and i think that is a big thing that mm-hmm. we hear all the time i, I actually had a, just had a conversation um yesterday with with a client around google analytics data facebook data why don't they match you know all of the all of these things so let's maybe take a step back and and talk about like how the different platforms mm-hmm. report the data. And it, it's really all to do with attribution. Mm-hmm. What is your attribution model? There's lots and lots of different types of attribution models. Google Analytics uses last click. Okay. Facebook currently uses last touch. It's the last, well, it's they, they have click data and view data. Click out trumps view data mm-hmm. and it's the last touch
0: So attribution, just for those of somebody who's listening to this episode of the first of their first perpetual traffic,
2: like, what "What is she talking about?
0: Uh, Attribution is, how would you describe that? Attribution
2: is how you allocate the uh, success of an ad. Mm -hmm. So if someone clicks on an ad and buys from that ad, where do you attribute the success, i.e. the sale? and different attribution models, mm-hmm. i.e. different ways of saying of who who gets credit for this sale right. can have wildly different results. And that's one of the big things between Google and Facebook. And why am I allowed to say it? I think the, the actual words that I've heard recently are, why is there a pissing contest between Google and Facebook? <laughs> you can say pissing. So, yep. and, and for a lot of people, that's what it seems like, you know, mm-hmm. it right. seems like, woof. And, and, because Facebook has view through attribution and they're one of the few or few, if not, no, they're not actually the only one because I know Snapchat does it as well. And uh, yeah, they've got their swipe data, but view through is a very contentious issue. And there's most marketers or a lot of marketers that I know are are like, you shouldn't even be looking at view through. It's irrelevant. It's not real data. Well, I think yes and no, that's kind of ignoring how marketing works, really. We all know, you know, you see an ad on TV, that's view through, you know, you're seeing it, you're not interacting with it. And Mm -hmm. so Facebook does have this view through data and Google Analytics doesn't. It's like the halo
0: effect of Facebook. Yes, You're exposed to it. We see this a lot with... You know customers with enormous amounts of SEO or like yes. huge email list, they'll see one of our ads. Did it affect the sale? Well, probably it came from the email blast that they just did that day. But did Facebook have a say in the sale? Yeah. How much? Mm-hmm. We don't really know. So I think the best it's kind of like attribution. And <laughs> Mike Rhodes, I <laughs> think, said this the first time. It's like when, when you get drunk and you have your eighth beer, like which one was it that got you drunk? Was it your first one or your eighth one? They all kind of help. They all contributed. You know contributed. Absolutely. And I think when he said it, he says, when Tom Breeze gets drunk, because I'm sure Tom was never <laughs> gets drunk. Sure, but anyway, Tom the point agrees. is, you're not really sure. Is it the fifth one? Is it the fourth one? Is, I know you don't drink, Ange, but the point is like, that's what attribution is and sort of a messy
2: alcoholic model. So, good way to describe it. People <laughs> understand that model.
0: <laughs> but you do have to, well, well, with Facebook, before we get into the source of truth and, and what kind of problems that brings up and communication, and everything else, especially with, you know, with customers and different ways in which you can view the data. One of the big changes right now for Facebook, and this just, they were like, oh, by the way, this is now changing. There's some changes there on attribution for Facebook.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's and it's the so they already changed the default attribution from twenty eight day click one day view to seven day click one day mm-hmm. view, and then that's going to be seven day click once the the changes happen with iOS fourteen. Yep. But they gave us this a little up a little update via email, and then we were like, uh, yeah, what now? <laughs> um, <laughs> And that was with, it was more to do with the attribution that you choose. So you can choose your your attribution model, whether you want to look at one day data or seven day data currently in Facebook, but depending on what you choose, that will affect the results that will be reported back into the dashboard. So, and I'm going to read this out verbatim so that it's so that everybody and kind of hears this directly. I'm
0: going to measure the clarity of their message by the look on Amanda's face.
2: <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go, Amanda. That's, right. that's a very, good, oh, very, very <laughs> good model. Okay, so what we already know. Opt-out users data, so that's people that opt out from being tracked with iOS 14, will only track the highest priority event a user completes. So if they purchase they, we will track that one purchase event, if they right. add it to cart, we would track that one event. So this data will operate under a one-day click attribution model and it will be aggregated, delayed, and modeled. So that and that's all to do with the iOS updates that data will be delayed coming back in and there's going to be a certain level of modeling with it as well.
0: So, okay. which we don't know what that really, we don't know like, what
2: that means. But yeah. Anyway. So that's what you know what already, know. Amanda. That's okay, what we so know what, that they don't know. How about that? <laughs> What's new? One day click opt out data will only be included in your ads manager reporting t- totals. If your campaign ad set is optimized for one day click with or without the one day view. The opt-out data will not be included in seven-day click reporting.
1: (laughs) Here's my question. (laughs) Or should I say question? Describe to me what it, like, how one-day click versus, uh, like, I get like seven day attribution and one day attribution, but what is the difference between a one day click attribution? What's the difference there between like, how do I guess, here's where my confusion comes into play. When you say a one day click is then attributed to like a seven day click attribution model, like what, where how
2: yeah <laughs> so yeah. many
1: so, how why where right <laughs> where
2: why what's happening right so yeah maybe just on the yeah the one day clicks so one yeah. one day click data in facebook is they clicked on an ad and within 24 hours they they convert. bought they bought, they right. bought. Okay. They bought or That's they helpful. added car or whatever mm-hmm. they they, they highest level ad. event whatever highest, highest event.
0: level of event. it might just be page view at that point
2: got it yeah okay so. Yeah. so that, that's the one day and then the seven day is so they clicked on an ad and then within a seven day period what did they, they do purchased or added to car whatever their highest one is so you Got can it. obviously see you know you know Facebook ads unless you're selling a fairly low price product mm-hmm. you know most Facebook ads don't convert in one day, right. unless it's and <laughs> an, it has to be a kind of impulse, impulse buy or, or a yeah, lead
0: or something. Or yeah. Re, yeah, yeah,
2: a lead, yeah, totally. Or retargeting, you know, yep. when you're retargeting someone who's already hot. So sure. that and that's one of the big differences with how Google tracks it in Facebook. So that's the one day, seven day, and then I'll read out now what it means. So <laughs> when we've said if you're only, you have to be optimizing for one day click to be able to see that opt out data. Mm-hmm. So what that means is there's going to be a trade-off between optimizing for one-day click and receiving the opt-out data, but then you will receive no data for anybody, whether they opt-in or opt-out, beyond the one-day click period. Or (laughs) optimizing for seven-day click and receiving all the available data for the opt-in non-IOS customers but no data for the opt-out customers.
1: Oh my God. Wait, that's oh. like such like a, you lose either way. Um, it's either Sophie's way.
2: Choice. Is that maybe yeah, Sophie's Choice?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like <laughs> Sophie's
0: Choice. See, you weren't confused at all. I expected you to be way more. Yeah, she's too smart it. for this. And I know. I think <laughs> I it think was you my gave me eloquent delivery. <laughs> I think well. it was. We're hanging on yeah. every word.
1: Yeah, I yeah. feel like you lose either way. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. So what okay, well what's your suggestion? What's yeah, the, like s- be- 7 day, right? Cuz you get at least a little more data than the 1 day.
2: That's what that's where the unknown is because without knowing what the opt out rates are going to be. Yeah. It's mm. that's really a... tough decision to make. Oh. You are shooting like a dice roll, you yeah. Just don't mm-hmm. know.
0: It's a total. So what's the answer there? Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear – using reputation management make sure that you register for the april 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash pt like you're asking like, what is yeah. angela what is ralph think all the other people smart people that we're going to leave links for i don't think anybody really knows i don't know what the opt-out rate is going to be
2: that's it and you know there's i think estimates that initially it's going to not be uh, as high because mm-hmm. Not everybody updates their phone when they get the software update, you Mm -hmm. know, so, and all of those things, I think that there will be like a period where people haven't updated and they're maybe not sure about the prompts, but there's a good chance that the opt-out rate is going to be pretty high, you know, Mm -hmm. and that'll get, that'll get worse as time goes on. But I think the key thing that we're thinking, you know, with putting that Sophie's Choice to the side is really about knowing your numbers knowing, yeah. and this is coming back to, you you know, what you were asking, what was your source of truth? The source of truth is always the, the sales that you see in your CRM, mm-hmm. the money numbers that you, in your the money coming in. Quasi
0: bank, yeah. right.
2: Yes, absolutely. So if you're on an e-commerce and you're using Shopify, what is Shopify telling you? That's your source mm-hmm. of truth because that's right. actual sales that people have bought. So, that's always the source of truth. But then it's like, how do, how does that relate to what Facebook is telling you and what Google analytics is telling you? And Really, that's what we've been doing, you know, for all our clients. Is okay. Looking at that comparison, what does one day data, seven day data, and Facebook look like? How does that one day data compare to what Google Analytics shows for, you know, last click? How does mm-hmm. that compare to Shopify? So historically, what do those numbers look like? And then you use those kind of comparisons at moving forward to go, okay, what do to I
1: expect? triangulate? <laughs> do <you> triangulate, <laughs> right. yes,
2: and not match. Now you know why they said triangulate. <laughs> yes,
0: because they're never going to match.
1: They never no. match. They and never we were have. saying before the show, like we were looking at it from you know our attribution model at Boss Babe too, and we were yeah. having problems with it. I mean, not problems, but we were, yeah, trying to match them instead of triangulate them, and it wasn't going well.
2: <laughs> no, it will end. <laughs> you in really tears. can't match them. Yeah, and something that you know we've been had a conversation that with with a client especially if the person that you're dealing with on the client side, if they're not the the main, you know, business decision, Mm. if they're not the C-suite and, you know, some of our clients are, you know, publicly traded companies, you know, Mm. they have a a proper C-suite that they're reporting into. And Mm. if they don't understand it, they're like, well, I, I would, Get, put the money where you're getting the best ROAS. We were doing actually a country analysis uh, that this client serves ads in lots of, in quite a few different countries, and they're like, "Well, which country's got the best ROAS? Because we're going to um, spend more money there." And uh, you know, we looked at the Facebook data. Their, their Google guy looked at the Google Analytics data, and then they were like, "Well, these don't match up. Well, you know, what's going on?" And it, it's a really common it's a really common thing for people not to understand because the C-suite are well, tell me exactly where, Mm -hmm. where those numbers are. And like, yeah, we can't, Um, but here's what we can tell you. So yeah, it's a real challenge for people to get their heads around if you're not in that space and really thinking about it day in, day out.
0: It's a real challenge, especially with the ATT prompt looming that you still at the end of the day need to be managing your campaigns and it's hard to manage your campaigns ad sets ads by looking at google analytics data and a third-party tool Mm -hmm. so you really do have to choose one you know and choose wisely as they said in the indiana jones movies and it sounds you know amanda you guys for boss babe like you decided one source of truth and it ended up being what
1: Yeah. I mean, we go straight out of Facebook just to make sure for ads, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we track differently for, you know, website traffic, website purchases, things like that. But because ads coming into Google Analytics just don't match what our data analysts, we have like a, like you can expect this percentage gap.
2: Yes. And is that
1: what you guys do as well? Because... You know, that way we can track, like, if the gap is growing, something is happening between the difference between analytics and, you know, business analytics, like Facebook business analytics. And that way we can be like, at least we have an idea of this is the, you know, we're staying within like a two, 3% to 6% gap between the difference in numbers. So that way we at least have a handle on, well, oh, there's always going to be a difference because you know, Facebook's going to attribute and Google's going to attribute and it's always going to be different, but at least we have an understanding of the difference is constant and that it's not going up and down is what we've basically decided on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that is a a good way to look at it. And you know, there's there's a few reasons that Google Analytics doesn't match up, but you know, one I think one of the big ones is uh, device switching. Mm. So mm. Google Analytics w- won't pick up device switching, whereas with Facebook y- you do. You know, it does because it's yeah, yeah it, the way that it tracks it. And you know, obviously Google's last click. And so like Raph was saying before with the bears, like if <laughs> it, we you don't you don't see the the multiple touch points and and just mm. whatever happens. And then also with Google you've got the you know the direct none if you've ever looked in your google analytics there's there's always that that direct slash none attribution mm-hmm. which is Like, you had to hole. come from yeah.
1: somewhere no one just gave you the ad link like yeah. i just don't understand
0: yeah um, you know it's so funny we were we were <laughs> sitting around a couple of nights ago and i, I did a tweet i said it was 67 uh, percent of purchasers online start with one device and end on another And as like my tweet went out, like my wife got the notification on both of her devices (laughs) because she had researched something on her iPad and she was about to buy it on her iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, my God, I do this all the time. It's like, well, that's one of the problems. Like Facebook, that's why Facebook is so great. And it is a very good source of truth for sure. But you as a business owner, that she did it through Facebook ads. <laughs> she saw something on Instagram and saw it on her iPad and bought it. <laughs> wasn't one of our customers, but anyway, either here or there. The point is, it was like, it was an ad that that's going to track, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, she makes decisions quickly. So she clicks and buys. She doesn't click, day goes by and then buys later. Like the point is, even with one day click attribution, that would actually be captured for that mm. Facebook ad that she saw on Instagram actually, you know, between two devices. But on Google Analytics, it would not, it would mm-hmm. break. And that's always yeah. been an issue in third-party tracking tools that we've used. I don't know how many of them we've used, Ang. Like I think mm. we've settled on one that we really like here. That was always a problem because of just the nature of the user. And so we, we are probably still gonna default back to Facebook because we run the stuff through Facebook and all the yeah. other channels. But we're going to triangulate. Yeah, we have Mm -hmm. Google Data Studio and we've got a third party app. And, but at the end of the day, like you want, as a business owner, you want to look at your marketing, take a step back and say, all right, am I growing my business or am I not growing my business here? And that's the money that is in your bank account at the end of the day or through your CRM by way of going into your bank account. That's the real Mm -hmm. source of truth. And you got to double check that all the time because Mm -hmm. there are tracking issues. Like, you know, we we've had double counting happen and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff that goes on. But the point is, like you as a business owner, you have to look at everything now, not via channel. And don't do it like on a day-to-day basis. Like we have some customers, it's so frustrating, they're looking at their accounts for every hour, you know, messaging the media buyer. Come on, man. Yeah. And don't that's have- going away. Yeah, you've got to get away from that mindset. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely going to be, you're going to have a stroke or you're just going to go out of business as a result. Mm-hmm. I don't know which would come first, probably the going out of business and then the stroke, maybe the stroke, <laughs> then the going out of business. I don't know. The point is <laughs> like that short-term view of things is not the way to look at your online marketing, mm-hmm. especially now. And we've all been spoiled by this great tracking that we've enjoyed through Facebook. Really, we have been. View throughs mm-hmm. be damned, like whether or not they really count or whatever. The point is, is like the tracking. And then The the gathering of custom audiences, which is probably going to be diminished here to a certain degree, the optimization of the ads, which probably will be diminished depending on what this, you know, this modeling that they're going to be doing. Like, we don't really know. And then, obviously, at the end of the day, you've got to look at, you know, where your bank account is and how your business is growing and not channel specific. It's got to be holistic.
2: Mm -hmm. And that's important. Yeah. And on it's a it's a really good point. Is you know, there's this uh, term that is, I've seen it used a lot more in the past six months is this mare, you know, the marketing efficiency ratio. So it's, you know, how well is your overall marketing working to bring you the revenue and the goals that you have as a business? And yeah, there, there's definitely just, there's already having to be that shift away from granular, you know, which ad is performing the best. You still want to know those things. You know, you still want to make sure you're putting out your best ads and your best creatives, but that real deep dive and and just coming out more that holistic and and then looking at it from a, a macro level, you know, well, if I'm spending more on Facebook and less on Google, what's happening overall to my business? And, you know, if I'm spending more on Google than Facebook, what's happening to my business? And then making better business decisions based on the holistic data.
0: And they might not be exact business decisions. Like we have a new customer and they said, hey, we went out, we spent, I think it was $400,000 on a full page ad in Oprah, Mm. the magazine. And they're like, did our business increase after that? We think, did we get the 400K back? (laughs) We probably did, but we don't really know. That really brought it back to me. I'm like, we're we're so spoiled. Like think about Mm -hmm. where it was 20 years ago versus where it is today. And now, you know, this iOS update, everyone's like, oh my God, like the sky is falling. Well, you know, if you are looking at your data every five seconds or every hour, or you're a small business and you know, to Facebook's point, like this will impact small businesses. Mm -hmm. It absolutely will. To what degree? We don't know. Of course, we Mm -hmm. love ambiguity. That's great to know because we can't really give you specific advice. What we do know is the things that Facebook have recommended. But the point is there will be a a deleterious impact of this. But But you're living in a world where you've been spoiled by reporting to begin with. So go back 10 years ago. Like, Facebook didn't really, well, it did exist. It had right-hand rail ads. And I remember the day I saw mm-hmm. like the in inst- like in the newsfeed ads, I was like, holy crap, like this has changed everything. And then they figured out all that. They got even better targeting. That was beginning of this whole era of the golden age of digital advertising. And now that's being diminished a little. Mm-hmm. Is it still great? Yes, it's still great, but we've been spoiled. So you've got to really do a gut check here. And look at everything overall, whether it's marketing efficiency rating or whether it's holistic view of your advertising and your marketing, that's what you're going to do in the coming year. Yeah. Was absolutely. I ranting?
1: No, I don't think you were ranting. <laughs> no? I think it, it it brings up a good point. Well, I had two thoughts when you said that, Ralph, in terms of the golden age, because is it diminishing or is the golden age then now going to transition to... Diamond. Yeah.
2: Diamond age.
1: (laughs) The diamond age. Is it going to transition? Because the whole point to Apple is what I was going to say. Is Apple now going to start? You know, I think we talked about this on the episode, a few episodes back with you, Ange, in terms of is Apple going to start their own ad platform? And this is why this is all happening. And the attribution is just going to be moved from Facebook. And we're going to start running ads on a different platform, but still have the same attribution. Obviously, it's probably going to be a year or so from now but they're already making seems I think you made that prediction and it seems like that's the direction we're moving.
2: Mm, yeah, totally.
0: Well, I think you just have to follow the money for the answer to that question mm-hmm. is Facebook in 2020 did 85 billion with a B in revenue. <laughs> And 99% of that, you know, they don't resell your data and all that other crap that we were concerned about way back in Cambridge Analytica. They probably do something with it. But the point is like 99% of that, let's say 95% of it, is is ad-based. Like, don't you think that Apple sees that and says, wait a are second? You,
1: are you saying app, Apple wants a bite of that apple?
2: <laughs> uh, no. I think so. But sh-
0: <laughs> why, why wouldn't they? And not like Apple has enough revenue. Like on their own. But the point is they need growth. They need to, they need to, you know, satisfy their individual mm-hmm. investors. And it's done by profits. It's done by earnings per share. And yep. Apple continues to grow and scale. It's like, how many more iPhones and iPads are there out there? Like they will continue to sell, but like big, huge, like Steve Jobs type innovations. Tim Cook is looking to an ad network. That I'm convinced of it. It's like, why wouldn't He's not doing this for the good of mankind. Screw him. Like he doesn't care about that. He cares about his shareholders, yep. you know, and that's what's driving this whole thing. And it hasn't come out yet. But it's like they I think they just realized at one point and cloaking this under, you know, the idea, all the ideology of privacy protection and mm-hmm. you are being the good guys and Facebook's the bad guys. It's total crap. Because it no, all comes absolutely. back to dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. corporations don't do stuff for the good of mankind. Give me a break. You know, they do it for earnings per share to satisfy Wall Street and satisfy their investors. And Tim Cook keeps his job that way.
1: hmm
0: So, yep. all right. That was Ooh. definitely a rant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's hard-hitting.
1: But I feel like iOS 14 just invites rants. Sure. <laughs> does it not? <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: It definitely It's warranted.
0: 275 billion was the revenue yeah
1: I feel like year. any company with a B is uh, mm. yeah you can Open anticipate slather. that they're looking out looking out for the number one, little, right? number yeah.
2: one. yeah
0: absolutely how are they going to get to a trillion who knows but yeah Anyway, so well, there's a lot to uh, digest here. We're going to leave a lot of links in the show notes. Lots of things you can fast forward through my rants if you want, provincial <laughs> traffic listener. But I think it does need to be said. We will obviously be doing updates here. We think it's within the next two weeks or so. We're going to mm-hmm. see some iOS things starting yeah. to happen. We're already starting to see some rumbles, you know, throughout the world and some beta tests of what it looks like. But you know, keep track of all this through the resources that we mentioned in the in the show notes through twitter definitely follow me over on twitter as well i follow angela too just so she can start tweeting more i want to and see what yeah, she would
2: force start me. tweeting i'm yeah. at dotty media there, at dotty media actually. there you go D-O-T-T-I. Gonna leave, you're
0: gonna like your twitter followers are gonna go through the <laughs> roof after
2: this all right best to start creating and not just consuming <laughs>
1: <laughs> i feel like that's everyone's problem that's
0: true i'll <laughs> get caught up in it so well Thank you so much for coming on this week and uh, Amanda as well. I'm a little bit discouraged that you weren't as confused as we thought we were going to be in our explanation <laughs> there. But anyway, we'll try and throw you know tougher curveballs at you in the future when it comes Definitely. to attribution and fun things like that. So go out and have your eight beers tonight and think about click attribution to everybody. Just make sure you're not driving. And uh, all the resources that we mentioned here in the show notes, head on over to uh, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 302. Until next week, see you.
1: You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.